Tonight, we roll back the clock and enter the world of 1935 Bellingham. Like our world, it is filled with the same street corners, buildings, and boats. But take a turn down one of the dark alleys off Holly Street, and you could find yourself tangling with much darker things than shadows. <coughs> Presenting Bellingham Terror. Our story begins in the offices of the Bellingham Herald, where young reporter David Phillips is starting his day. Delicious coffee, where would I be without you? You are my muse. David, uh -huh. I've got a new assignment for you. Something right out of the cop box. What do you have for me? This one's a big deal. Could be headline stuff. I'm your man. Charity Rutherford manager of Restful Pastures Funeral Home and Cemetery, has reported a whole string of body snatching. Body snatching? You know, digging up fresh graves in the middle of the night. Body snatching. She wanted to keep this hush-hush, but she filed a police report, and we got the tip off. She might be pretty reluctant to talk to you, no funeral home wants people to know that their deceased family members might be hoisted off in the dead of night. I understand, sir. This is a delicate job, David. I need you to use some tact, some charm, a little smooth talking. Yes, sir. I remember when I was a fresh young pup of a reporter. We had panache. We had style. We had... Moxie? <clears throat> Sorry, sir. I'll get right on that story. See that you do. Go. Yes, sir. Here we are, Restful Pastures. Hello, I'm here to speak to Charity Rutherford. My name is... David Phillips? My name is Charity Rutherford. Step into my office, please. Thank you for talking to me. Mm. I just want to ask you a few questions. First of all, put that darn pad of paper away. None of this goes into print. Ma'am, we are going to write the article one way or another, so you might as well let us get your side of what's going on. Well, it was worth a try. Figures they would send a handsome young man to try and soften me up, eh? Romance and charm. That's the only thing that gets you anywhere these days. Romance and money and charm. Whiskey? At 10 a.m.? You're the reporter. You tell me. Uh, so what exactly is your position here at Restful Pastures? I'm the manager. Every day. I'm here doing this. Drinking? Cheeky. I like it. What sort of services do you provide? <sighs> we provide facilities for memorials and funeral ceremonies here on site, as well as provide after-funeral resting locations among the grounds. We include grief counseling and our family-owned business. I understand you've had a little trouble with making sure that these final resting locations remain, well, final. Hmm, how delicately put. You do vaudeville? Only in funeral homes. Better. We might make a mortician out of you yet. Well, Mr. Phillips, this location is my business, and it greatly distresses me that I'm having to deal with such a distasteful issue. What has happened? Our night groundskeeper, Harry Pierce, has found several recent graves unearthed. Unearthed? Not exactly Malcolm Campbell, are you? Yes, unearthed. Dug up. Disturbed. I I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I just wanted to be clear. 
Yes. In the last three weeks, we have found nine new grave sites open and the bodies removed. God, this is a nightmare. (laughs) (coughs) I prefer if you didn't smoke in front of me. I'm allergic. I quit, you know. I quit, but why does it matter anymore? Might as well crawl into one of these boxes myself once the McKinsey's find out. Ugh. McKenzie's? They own the business. Family owned, remember? This is the last thing a funeral home wants. If we can't keep dead bodies from getting up and walking away, what can we do? You don't seriously believe these bodies got up and walked away. Of course not. Don't be an idiot. After this becomes news, we're ruined. (laughs) I killed the funeral business. How ironic. Gallows humor. I knew it would come to this. Ma'am, I will be sure to mention in the article how hard you're working to prevent this. We have Harry out here every night, but no luck. Someone keeps coming in and taking the bodies. It's one thing having those professors from the college hounding us for John Doe's, but this is ridiculous. John Doe's? Families that bring us bodies but don't have the money to pay for anything after the funeral. They usually donate them to the college science department. (laughs) Lately, we haven't had many donations, and they've been getting their bow ties in a knot. Do you think the professors took the bodies? God, no. These so-called PhDs couldn't operate a spoon without specific instructions, much less steal a body. Do the police have any leads? Why don't you ask them? I will. Good. We done here? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for your time. My time? Ha! I'm out of time here. This is where my time ends. Drink for the road? No, thanks. I'll just let myself out. Go on. Leave! Just like all my business will. Just walk away. Hello? Hey, June, it's me, David. What are you doing? Studying. Long time no here. Not true. I called you last week. Uh Uh-huh. We have two good dates, and then you don't call for a couple days. Girl could get the wrong impression. I would remind you that one of those dates involved us meeting a ghost and you getting choked by a walking corpse. But seriously, work has been really hectic. I I meant to call you. What's been so hectic at work that's keeping you from picking up the phone? Well, I just had a drunken funeral home director throw a glass of whiskey at me. The whole funeral home was drunk? What? No, just the director. Oh, well then there you go. You are a very strange woman, you know that? Okay, I'll bite. What were you doing talking to a funeral home director who's fond of the drink? There's been a case of body snatching. Body snatching? You know, digging up fresh graves in the middle of the night. Body snatching. Why is everyone having a problem with this concept? Just shocked. Anyways, I'm headed up to campus in a couple hours to talk to some professors up there that dissect bodies. I've heard about that. A friend of mine is a student of biology. They get to do dissections once a quarter. Is that where the bodies come from? Well, normally they're donated by Restful Pastures Funeral Home, but of late there have been very few donations. So the professor gets a little upset and goes out for a late-night corpse caper. Now, June, I know that tone of voice. What tone of voice? You keep your nose where it belongs, in a book and out of other people's business. I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Phillips. Juniper Harbor, you better stay out of this. I've got to do my job. Of course. I wouldn't dream of getting in your way. When are you going to be on campus? One o'clock. Want to meet for lunch? I'd be delighted. Dr. Lukowski? Yes. Come in. What can I help you with, miss? Uh, June Harper. 
What can I help you with, Miss Harper? You're the head of the science department, right? Yes, I am. Well, I was wondering about your dissection of human bodies in the advanced physiology classes. Oh, you aren't one of those equal rights amendment girls, are you? Look, I'm just not comfortable with ladies examining bodies. Call me old-fashioned, but it isn't dignified. No, sir. I'm just uh, working on an article for the student paper, and I was curious about where you obtained the bodies. Well, they are all generously donated by the families of the deceased. Really? Yes. So does someone pick them up? We arrange for the pickup through a funeral home. Yes, I understand there's been some trouble with restful pastures recently. What do you mean? What is this all about? Admit it! You've been stealing bodies in the dead of night to provide material for your classes. Young lady, I think that's quite enough. You need to leave now. They wouldn't donate the bodies, so you just took them. You're sick, you know that? Sick! That's enough! I will not tolerate such behavior in my office. I'm going, but you can't hide from the truth. He cracked like an egg. June? June? Over here, David. How are you doing? Good. Here, I brought you a sandwich. Thank you. Peanut butter and jelly, my favorite. It's nice to take my lunch break up here instead of downtown at the Herald. After this, I'll get back to work. I'm going to talk to the head of the science department as soon as he's available. I don't think you'll have much luck with that. What did you do? See, I already kind of talked to him. You didn't. I did, and he was very suspicious. He cracked quicker than you could say Mr. PhD in guiltiness. Alright, give me my sandwich back. Too late, I already took a bite. (sighs) Maybe I could find someone else up here to talk to. How am I supposed to write my articles if you pop up and irritate my sources before I get there? That's my job. I tell you, he's up to something. Fine, you want to be involved? You mean aside from deciphering that creepy book we took off the cultist last month? I'd completely forgotten about that. How can you read that nonsense? It's no weirder than what you read every Sunday. Fine. I'm going to do a stakeout, see if we can catch the body snatchers in the act. I suppose you could come along. This is so exciting, just like the cops. I'm pretty sure the police have more important things to do than hanging around a graveyard. But I tell you, if we catch these guys, get a good picture, bam. Front page. Scoop of the year. Can I bring hot cocoa? Peppermint. Is there any other kind? I'll pick you up at seven. Oh, I knew you loved me. This is as good a place as any to do the stakeout. I'll say. Right under this tree, no one could see us, but we could see the whole graveyard. This is creepy. Now we just wait. Won't that groundskeeper find us? Hopefully we'll see him coming. I have a sinking suspicion he might be in on this too. That would make sense. The professor buys out the groundskeeper. He looks the other way while those nefarious academics swipe the corpses. Nefarious academics? Sounds like a headline in the writing. Eh, too many syllables. (sighs) Sure is cold here. You know, David... We are out here. Yes. In the dark. Sure is dark. We're all alone. We are. A girl could get a notion that a certain person arranged all this on purpose. Who arranged what? The stars are beautiful, right? They are talking to the groundskeeper! The stars talk? No, look, someone just drove up and is talking to him. 
There, in the beat-up Model T. At least they're having a conversation. Pass me my camera. He's letting them through. We're gonna have to follow on foot. Clearly, because no action's going on here. We can slip through the fence here. Look, they didn't park far. Hey, wait. I think I see him. It's just one guy over on that hill. That's where Mr. Ansel was just buried. They just laid him to rest three days ago. What is he doing? He doesn't have a shovel or anything, just a bag. He's pouring something on the graves. I think if we get any closer, he'll hear us. Looks like this is going to be your shot at the front page picture. Hey, smile! He's taking off for that car, after him! Go, he's getting away! Oh, there he goes. Got it. Got what? I got his license plate on camera. Once I develop these, I can get my friend Bill at the Bellingham Police Department to run the plates. Uh, David? We can track him down. Maybe do an ambush expose. David? Front page stuff. Oh, this will be great. David! What? Look! June and David cast their gaze back to the abandoned gravesite where the body snatcher had stood. An arm slowly emerged from beneath the soil, flexing and reaching, pulling the rest of its body free from the earth. The corpse twists, this way, then that, then steps fully out of the ground. It still wears the shreds of the garments it wore in life, but now the gaping holes reveal worms and flesh. The ghoul, for no other title could do it justice, lurches towards the two horrified witnesses. My God! Here, come, David! Don't just look! Shoot it! I just brought the camera! Get to the car, June! Get to the car! It's still coming! Inside the car! David, it's almost here! Go, you darn car, go! Did you see that? Did you see that? Yes, dead people, walking, walking, dead! Isn't it fascinating? Fascinatingly creepy, God, did you see them? They were very much like that strange creature we encountered three weeks ago. Mr. Grooft? The walking, talking corpse from Mason Block? Yeah! If there are more of those creatures around... Then we'd best get that picture developed. We need to know what sort of man would do this. And why? David, you back here? I'm in the dark room, Alex. Didn't the editor send you out to cover the Worthington story? Yeah, I just got back. What are you up to? Developing pictures. Ask a stupid question. Get a stupid answer. Alrighty, I'll bite. What are you developing pictures of? You know the body snatching case? You drew the short straw on that one? What do you mean the short straw? It's an exciting story. Grand expose. Thrilling headlines. That's what our editor-in-chief told you, isn't it? Yeah. Did he happen to mention that Charity, the woman who runs Restful Pastures, is a complete nutcase? Oh no, I got to discover that one all on my own. See what I mean? Give me a nice car accident. Short, simple, easy to write, no complications. Are you actually rooting for more car crashes? It gets me through to the next payday. And you wonder why journalists are so universally revered. So your pictures... Right. Okay, this is a picture of the body snatcher. Are you serious? Yes, sir. What are you doing messing around back here? You have to get that to the police. What, and ruin my scoop? No way. You have to turn that over. That's evidence. See... Here's the problem. We saw this guy, right here. He's our mystery body snatcher. He was snooping around at night, messing with the graves, but notice what he has in his hands. Uh, looks like a bottle of some sort. Right. See anything else? 
No, his other hand's empty. Why? No shovel. What kind of body snatcher doesn't bring the equipment to snatch the body? Oh, dear. So I could tell the police that I was skulking around the graveyard in the dead of night and photographed what might have been someone just paying their respects. Or I can keep it to myself and stay focused on the story. I get it. I just wish I could make out that face. It looks vaguely familiar. I just can't seem to place it. Well, good luck with that. I'm sure someone has crashed into something on Ten Mile Road by now. You really are a dreadful person. Talk to you later. Where is his license plate? Here it is. Washington plates. That's good. G8868. All right, mystery man. Time to find out where you live. Now, where did I put that strange book from those cultists on the bay? Out of the way, Gladstone. Oh, good eye, Gladstone. Here it is. I knew it would come in handy. Where to start? This thing wouldn't have an index, would it? Well, I'll be. Those crazy cultists must be excellent catalogers. Let's see here. Walking dead, close. Hmm, death. Wow, there's so many references. Death by fear, death by fire, death the many colored. Here we go. Death returning from. To return from the dead in spirit as a ghost. No, that was last week's problem. Here we go. Necroambulance when the dead walk. Ugh. There's a whole ritual on how to make it happen. Ghouls. These things are called ghouls. I would need the blood of a powerful creature to make the dead rise again. This is seriously weird. Their mind is restored, but their memories of past lives are not. Their bodies continue to rot, so they're only good for about a month before they lose major motor functions. Whatever's going on, this means it's happening soon. Because their bodies are effectively... dried flesh... Ugh, dried flesh, I could go my whole life without having to read those words. Because their bodies are dried flesh, ghouls are quite susceptible to fire. Good to know. I'll be sure to bring my matches with me next time I see one. Other than that, these creatures are unstoppable. They feel no pain. They fear nothing. They need no sleep, no food, no breath. They're already dead. Creepy. David's gonna love this. Meanwhile, in the bustling offices of the Bellingham Herald. Hello, David. It's your buddy, Officer O'Malley. I ran those plates that you wanted, but we have to make this really fast. Chief Monahan was around here earlier, and you remember how much he loves you. Couldn't forget if I wanted to. All right. The car belongs to one Joseph Reichart. He lives at 734 Toledo Street, out on Lakeway Drive. Thank you. Any criminal record? Here's the thing. The car was just registered last week. I don't know how legitimate it is. Well, it's the only lead I got, so I'm going to see what I can find. All right, good luck. But you know this whole body-snatching case isn't going anywhere, right? It's just a whole lot of hooey drummed up by that crazy dame that runs the place. I hope so. Oh, shoot, the boss is coming. See for poker this Tuesday. Well, now to go grab June. If I leave her out of this, she'll kill me. And wouldn't bring me back to life for months. To 
Toledo Street's right here. I know, I know. I was turning. No, you weren't. You were going to keep going. I saw that look. Hey, I turned, all right? Oh, no. This address must be wrong. What do you mean? This is the place. 734 Toledo Street. But it's all boarded up. The whole house is boarded up, but there's no for sale sign. Maybe it's owned and mothballed. Still, let's see what we can find. Yes siree. Boarded up tight. There is a rather large garage in the backyard. I can see it through the fence. Here, let me get at that. June, we are breaking the law. This is trespassing. Is that a problem? No, it just makes this way more fun. Look, someone has definitely been back here recently. All the trampled grass, the muddy skids, a large truck maybe? Here's the shed. It's huge. You could fit an elephant back here in this thing and still have room for a lion tamer. The windows have been recently painted black. There's something in here. I can feel it. The door's locked. Maybe if I had a hairpin, I could jimmy the lock open. A hairpin? Who do you think you are? In my younger days, I was quite the rapscallion. Rapscallion? Okay, John Dillinger. Why don't you just use this key? Key? Where did you find that? Under the loose rock next to the door. Same place everyone keeps their key. I thought that was just me. That's what everyone thinks. Open the door. Yes, ma'am. Oh my god! June, get behind me! David, it's, it's okay, it's okay, it's, it's already dead. June, you know what this is? A whale with tentacles and hind legs and teeth and... Oh, David. Yes, this must be the creature from the docks. The night we first met, it must have dragged itself here to die. Or been brought. Look at this apparatus. Someone's been draining its blood. Really? Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. No, seriously, look at this. Buckets. Someone's been harvesting its leftover blood. They must have found the corpse and brought it here in that truck. Buckets. Jeez. All right, let's go and see what's on that desk over there. Okay, okay. Um, look, um, newspaper clippings. Finally, finally, somebody who reads the obituaries. We work so hard on these. What's his plan? What do you mean? Why go to all this work? Hiding and slowly draining this giant creature, awakening these ghouls? Why do it? The ghouls don't last that long. It would have to be something pretty soon. Check this out. He must have brought his mail over here. David. What? You don't bat an eye at trespassing but a little mail theft and you're all moral? Go on. Look, it's addressed to property owner. It's a tax record for the purchase of a 10-acre plot out in the county. Yeah, I think I know that area. It's all farmland out there. More cows than people. When did he buy the property? About a month ago. Right when the body snatching started. Do you still have those kerosene lanterns in your car from the stakeout? Yeah. Then I feel like going to the woods on a cold, dark night. This is pretty far out in the country. If you were hiding a large amount of moving, smelling corpses, you'd want them to be out of sight. Watch out! Gates blocking the road. I see it. I see it. Oh, just have to pull over and go on foot. Okay, I've got the lanterns and the map and... David, what are you doing bringing your gun? The ghouls might be immune to it, but I reckon our mystery man is still human. Just be careful. I'm grabbing the flares, too. We might need a distraction. Shouldn't we just call the police? And tell them we think a bunch of corpses are wandering around on an old forest road in the middle of the county? Good point. I'm worried, June. 
We might be in over our heads. Two young people wandering around on an abandoned road in the middle of the night to go confront some horrible evil, armed with only a lantern, a useless gun, some flares, and the package of crackers I had left over from dinner. This strikes you as in over our heads? Look, I, I know I'm not the quickest thinker, but hear me out. Whoever has done this probably has some money. Think about it. He couldn't have moved that giant squid on his own. He must have hired help. Help that had to be paid to be quiet. Right. And he had to buy the boarded-up house to store it and buy whatever place we find up here. Don't forget paying off Henry, the groundskeeper, at Restful Pastures. I'm just saying that if someone has that much money, they can buy whatever they want. What could they possibly need the ghouls for? We'll just have to find out. Oh, look up there. Shh, I see it, I see it. Looks like an old barn. Lights are coming from inside. I bet our old body snatcher's in there. There's this car, parked by the side. G8868, right? Yes. Okay, let's see if we can get in. Look, over there in the bushes, it's a wooden ladder. Move that to the side of the barn and we could get into the hayloft. Out of sight, but able to see what's going on. I don't know. This ladder looks pretty shaky. Then move out of the way, scaredy cat. Not scared. I just like keeping my feet on the ground. Thank you very much. Nice, solid ground. June and David crawled into the hayloft. They crept forward as quietly as possible and looked over a balcony towards the barn floor. The smell of rotting flesh was overwhelming. Below them stretched out a sea of corpses, standing or lolling from side to side. They wore the dissolving clothes of life, but the whites of their skulls shone through the patches where their skin had peeled away. Standing in front of the horde of ghouls was a tall man in a business suit, covered with a finely tailored overcoat. There's so many of them. Have this many people died in the last month? I knew I recognized him. Oh? Who is it? That's Stephen Dasco. He owns several of the berry farms around here. What is he up to? Shh, he's saying something. My children. My sweet children of the grave. I know you are restless. But your time has come. Tonight, I will put you to work. You will have purpose. You will plow and reap the earth. My children, soil, flesh. Come daybreak, you will all sink into the ground, like the corpses you are. Let your bodies fall away to dust. But tonight, ready your hands. Tonight, we harvest! Quick, David, the flares! We're gonna lose them! What do you mean? They're vulnerable to fire! With all this hay, this old barn should go up like a match! Gangway below! Who's there? Get them! Kill them before we're all ruined! The fire's catching! Let's get out of here! The ghouls are climbing up the rafters to get here! Coming down the ladder as fast as- ah! June, are you alright? I'm okay, just knocked the wind out of me! Ghouls are in the loft! They're starting to come out the doors on the bottom! I'm gonna run over there and try to close them! Don't leave me up here! The, fl the flames are catching the roof on fire! The smoke is getting pretty bad! Stay back! God, you can at least pretend like the bullets hurt you! I'm back! The doors are closed! I think only a few ghouls made it to the road! 
Ascom's car's gone too. Jared, I can't stay up here. Jump! I can't jump. I'm afraid of heights. I, I can't. It's this or get ripped to pieces. I can't. Do it. Ah! Oh God, David, are you okay? Ankle, pretty bad. Yeah, it is. Uh, look, David, the ghouls—they're mindlessly leaping like burning embers. Oh, that smell. They aren't gonna make it out in one piece. That whole barn is going up in flames. We should get out of here. Agreed. Here, put your arm over my shoulders. Ow. Ow. Come on, I'll drive. Believe this article? Careful, careful, don't knock my cast. But can you believe what the Herald says here? Yes, I do work at the paper, remember? Lightning sets off mild forest fire. What do you expect? They can't really say industrious couple stops evil plot for free labor, can they? Oh, so we're a couple now? Ah, uh, well. I like the sound of that. So do I. So all that, the bodies, the midnight rituals, just for a few extra farmhands... It's not like workers are hard to come by these days, with the Okies coming in and the economy struggling. I think there's something larger at play. Step back. See the big picture. Okay. What do I see? A group of kidnappers try to summon a horrible monster from the bay. The police chief lures flying snake demons from God knows where onto Seaholm Hill. A corpse guarding the offices of a wealthy trading company, and now this. What's the connection? Aside from, you know... Nightmares made real. Men, wealthy men, in in power, using supernatural means to achieve mundane purposes. As if the whole upper crust of the town, the society, if you will, is conspiring to use their hellish powers for their own gain. But to what end? Power for power's sake? That's a pretty scary picture. You rest, David. That leg isn't going to heal itself. There's something we're missing. Probably. Until then, some toast. Is it burnt? Only a little. You have been listening to Bellingham Terror, The Graveyard Ghouls. Bellingham Terror is written and produced by Riley and Brenna Sweeney and edited by Elise Gowan and Eric Prochnow. Rebecca Powell is the production assistant and Devlin Sweeney, the sound technician. Graveyard Ghouls stars Richard May, Riley Sweeney, Brooks Collins, Regina Wyke, Brenna Sweeney, Doug Starcher, Scott Hisdall, Doug Rabanser, and Adam Gaines. Thank you for listening to Bellingham Terror, Tales of Suspense and Mystery on 102.3 KMRELP.